Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months, I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code MONEY for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code MONEY for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code MONEY. Andy, Andy, come on, let's go. Wait a minute, Amos, what's going on here? It's the Amos and Andy Show. Yes, welcome to the Amos and Andy Show with their guest tonight, the Motion Picture Academy Award winner, Mr. Paul Lucas. And now, to our stars and their show. Here are Amos and Andy and their guest for tonight, Mr. Paul Lucas. Last night, the monthly meeting of the Women's Auxiliary was held at the Lodge Hall. The married men took advantage of the evening off and went to the neighborhood movie theater, where they saw four full-length features and selected shorts. Andy went with the boys, and at the moment, they're all in the office discussing the show. Well, and everything, it was a pretty good show last night for 20 cents. Yeah, when you get four feature pictures for that money, that's a bargain. Yeah, they was all good, too. Yeah, but I can't figure out these moving picture companies, though. Now, take that one picture there. They started it off in Technicolor and ended it up regular. Oh, what you talking about, Andy? You fell asleep there for an hour and a half. And you see the beginning of one picture and the end of another one. Oh, that was it, huh? I thought that story was a little jumpy. I couldn't figure out why this Russian soldier bails out of an airplane with a parachute, and later on he turns out to be Andy Hardy. I remember, Miss Andy, when you used to sleep all day in the picture show. Quiet, light and quiet. You know, there was another picture they had there that I didn't understand. That spy story. And I was awake during the whole thing, too. Oh, didn't understand it, huh? No. You know, Andy, whether you was awake or asleep, the results seemed to be the same. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what was it that bothered you about the spy story, Andy? Well, in the first place, it just wasn't natural to have an enemy spy living right here in New York. Oh, look, Andy, that could happen. I read in the paper only the other day that they caught an enemy spy over in Brooklyn... His next-door neighbor got suspicious of him, reported it to the FBI. They investigated the thing, and they found out the man really was a spy, and they arrested him. The fellow that uh, reported him got a big reward for it, too. Reward in money, huh? Uh, talking about spies, you know, I took that job down at the hotel, and I was just thinking, uh, there's a fellow living down there that could be a spy. I know he ain't using his right name. At least he don't answer to it. Well, that don't mean nothing, Lightning. I used to call on a gal, and her papa was a truck driver. 
I told him my name was Frank Smith. That didn't mean I was a spy, though, did it? Uh, no, sir. It's just that I didn't want to get kicked down the steps under my own name. <laughs> uh, this fella at the hotel calls himself uh, Gordon. Uh, he even talks like a spy to me. Uh, Mr. Gordon has got some kind of uh, accent in the middle of his voice, and he don't talk good English. Well, that don't prove nothing neither, Lightning. After all, when it comes to using the United States language and good grammars, why, it ain't everybody that speak good English like we done do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And when we do it, we speaks it fluently, too. Look, fellas, Lightning might be wrong about this whole thing, but at the same time, he might have something there. I don't know. Yeah, he might have that, you know what? And with a chance of a reward, say, we don't want to let no spies slip through our fingers here. Say, uh, what kind of work do you do at the hotel, Lightning? Uh, vacuuming and emptying waste baskets and stuff like that. Uh, they told me that I was supposed to do everything that's too heavy for a maid to do, but not heavy enough to hire a man for. Uh, look here, Lightning, listen. The idea done hit me in the head here. When you go up there this afternoon to work around, keep your eyes open and see what you can find out. Yeah, and look here. When you was vacuuming around there, and this is reporting, Lightning, now listen. When you was vacuuming, work as close to the man as you can so that you don't miss a word he say. I ask I'll do that. And there's an old detective trick that you can use with that vacuuming, too. In case you seize any suspicious papers around there when the man is in the room, all you've got to do is kind of sweep them up in the vacuum, and when you get out in the hall, you empty the bag, and there it is. Yeah, Lightning, that's right. You might even put the vacuum on the dresser and suck up anything that's laying around there, too. Well, Paul Lucas, I finally found you. Come in, Richard. So Warner Brothers have transferred you to their New York office, huh? That's right. They made me the Eastern representative. Say, Paul, what's the idea of all the secrecy? <laughs> you mean registering in this hotel under the name of Gordon? Yeah. Oh, it's just because my doctor wants me to take complete rest, and so for a few days I'm hiding out here. Well, tell me, Paul, have you uh, read over the script of your next picture? Yes, I have, Richard, and, and to be perfectly frank, I'm not too happy with it. Hmm? For one thing, it's a Nazi picture, and I would like a different type of part. Then on top of that, it, it's, it's the kind of story that would have some comedy in it, but, but there is none. What, have you spoken to Jack Warner about all this, Paul? No, but I have a call in for Hollywood now. I expect to talk to him around 5 o'clock. I'm sure he'll straighten everything out. Oh, say, uh, before I forget it, my little niece wants an autographed picture of you. Uh, I dug up this old one. Uh, would you mind signing this? Oh, yes, this one in this Nazi uniform. Yeah. Just lay it on the desk there. I'll, I'll sign it before you go, Richard. I don't have a pen right here. Oh, come in. Ah, uh, hello, Mr. Gordon. Not again, please. You have vacuumed the room five times today. Hey, also, well, i just trying to keep the floor from getting dirtied up with suspicious papers. Uh, here's some stuff that I got in the last load. You can have it back. It don't prove nothing. <laughs> Thank you. You know, Richard... <laughs> This hotel has the most amazing type of service I've ever known. They not only sweep your place five times a day, but whatever they sweep up, they bring back. Yes, <laughs> yes I can see that. Now, look here, young fellow. Yeah. 
This time, would you do me the favor of starting in the bedroom? You haven't been in there for a half an hour, and it must be filthy. Uh, yeah, sir, I'll start vacuuming in the bedroom, Mr. Gordon. Richard, I have never known such service in my life. The carpets in this hotel can't last a week. Well, I shouldn't imagine a guest would last that long. <laughs> now, Richard, to go back to my attitude about my career, I, I feel very strongly about this Nazi business. Well, I can understand why you're concerned, but I think you're wrong. Possibly, Richard, yes, but, but don't you see how it might affect my future? Of course, I realize that the Nazi angle has a tremendous following. Certainly, that's why there's a lot of money in it. Well, that's true, but... But suppose we look at it in another way. How's that? Offhand, I would say that the thing to consider is the question of... A... Young man, turn that off. Ah, uh, yeah, sir. And I would appreciate it very much if, it, if you would take the vacuum cleaner out from between my legs. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sir. I thought I asked you to start in the bedroom. Yeah, sir, I sure finished quick, didn't I? <laughs> uh, Richard, suppose we, we go in the other room. Yeah, it's all right with me. Uh, me too. No, you stay here. Uh, Come, Richard, this, this matter is very important to me. We can talk about it inside. Well, it's worth trying. Now, you remember when I was making confessions of a Nazi spy? Well, I remember very well. Uh, oh, Richard, don't look now, but I think we are being followed. What can I do? Oh, I have it. Let's go in here. This will be our sanctuary. Now, as I was saying, Richard, the important thing in this question is that... that uh... Oh, shut that off! Ah, yes, sir, Since when do you vacuum a tile floor? So you really think the man is a spy, huh, Leighton? Uh, yeah, sir. I heard him and another man talking about Nazis and all that stuff. He was even talking about one time when he had to confess because he was a Nazi spy. Yeah, well, fellas, I think we got something here. I said, well, this ought to prove it. Look here. Here's a picture of him that I done picked up off his desk. Oh, yeah. And in a Nazi uniform. Look at there. Fellas, that settles it. You know, Ender... <laughs> There'd be a big reward for capturing a big spy like this. Yeah, but we really got to get the goods on him. Yeah, well, how are you going to do that? Andy, I got an idea. Listen, Andy, if we could get up there and talk to this guy and tell him that we is spies too, he might open up and tell us everything. Yeah, you got something there. And that's what we're going to do. Look here, we're going up to see Mr. Gordon. And remember, we is two of the most desperate spies in the country. Hello? Jack Warner? Oh, yes. Put him on, please. Hello. Hello, Jay. <laughs> yes, I am going under the name of Gordon. What? Well, the picture script is all right, Jack, but for one thing, I, I think that it needs a big comedy situation in the middle someplace. That's right, exactly. Yes. Well, the other thing that bothers me is that I am not too keen about playing the part of a Nazi. You have me cast there as a saboteur, blowing up bridges and doing many things which... Oh, hold it a minute, Jack. There is somebody knocking. Always when I'm talking long distance. 
Uh, Miss Gordon, uh, we'd like to speak to you. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, private, if we well, can. Well, come in. I have an important telephone call in the other room. Excuse me, please. Sit down. Oh, yeah. Oh, keep your ears open, man. Yeah. Hello, Jack. I'm, I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Yes, as, as I was saying, I, I don't like the idea of blowing up bridges. Andy, there's our man. <laughs> yes, I know, Jack, but, but all of this blowing up bridges and dynamiting railroads and general destruction of property... All of this may hurt my popularity. Yeah, he's right. That ain't exactly the way to make friends. <laughs> yeah, the boy ain't no sissy, is he? Well, now that sounds a little better, Jack. What? Ah, yes. I'll speak to you again in a day or two. Well, you are the boss. All right, Jack. Goodbye now. Now, don't forget, Andy. We've got to act like spies. Yeah. All right, now, boys, what can I do for you? Uh, well, well, Mr. Gordon, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Mr. X-47. <laughs> I'm happy to know you. And my friend here is uh, Mr. X-94. He got in later than I did. <laughs> uh, glad to know you, Mr. Uh, pardon me, I didn't get your number. Number? <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. Oh, you can trust us, Mr. Gordon. Oh, uh, yeah, now, look here. We is all in this spy thing together. Great business, ain't it? I don't think I quite understand. Now, look here. We'll give it to you straight from the shoulder. You is a spy, and we are spies. Oh. I see. Yeah. But don't worry, Mr. Gordon. We ain't going to try to cut you out or nothing. There's enough work here for everybody. <laughs> uh, on this uh, blowing up bridges and all that stuff, we was even thinking of merging with you. Hmm, merging? Uh, yeah, we could pool our dynamite and really do something worthwhile, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do that sound interesting to you? Hmm. You are thoroughly convinced I'm a spy? Oh, we'll take your word for it. A spy with an honest face like you ain't gonna lie. <laughs> now, this merger you were talking about, uh, have you some plans? Oh, yeah, sir, yeah, sir. We, we got some plans all worked out. And if you ain't doing nothing tonight, why, well, we'd like to have you join us. Yeah, and bring your boss along, too. Hmm. You mean you are really planning some of the spy work tonight? Oh, sure. We is busy with it every night. We ain't never got a minute to ourselves. Mr. Gordon, if we told you just half of what we done done in this spy business, make your eyes pop out. I see. Well, it might be a good idea for us to get together at that. And as you suggest, I'll bring the boss. Yeah. Uh, where do we meet? Well, now, I'll tell you a good place. Uh, under the wharf at 38th Street and the river. Uh, we'll start from there. We'll blow up docks, dynamite railroads, burn warehouses, wreck factories, or we'll really make a night of it. Shall we make it about 10 o'clock tonight? Uh, let's make it 8. My wife don't like me to stay out late. since Andy and the Kingfish are convinced that Paul Lucas is a spy, they're setting a trap for him. And Lucas, being a little suspicious of the boys' activities, is doing a little trap setting himself. We find him now at FBI headquarters talking to Chief Murdoch. Chief Murdoch, it is quite possible that I'm unnecessarily alarmed about this situation. Not at all, Mr. Lucas, not at all. Our business is to track down every suspicious incident, whether it might turn out to be a wild goose chase or not. Having spoken to these men, 
Frankly, it hardly seems possible that they are capable of doing these things which they claim to have done. Well, you never can tell. They've got some funny ducks doing that kind of work. And the reason I came here was that if they are really spies, I never would have forgiven myself. Of course not. I'll tell you what we'll do, Mr. Lucas. You meet these fellows by the wharf at the appointed time. I'll have one of my men go along with you, a fellow by the name of Carter. He knows exactly what to do in handling these cases. I'll do just as you say. Well, from what you tell me, fellas, it sure sounds like this man Gordon ain't up to no good. Oh, there ain't no two ways about it. He's a big spy, all right. Oh, that's right. Why, this fellow might be Matter Harry himself. Yeah, well, uh, what is you figuring on doing about it? Uh, is you going to tell the police now? No, not yet we ain't. If they gets in on it too soon, we're going to have to split the reward. Listen, we has done set a trap already, and we're leaving right now to meet the spies. We're going to get the police in later. Well, I got to admit, this is a great thing that you're doing here, fella. Oh, I can't wait. Come on, Kingfish. It sure take a lot of courage. Let's get going. And a lot of bravery, too. We is on our way. Of course, you're liable to get shot. Uh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Right. <laughs> now, 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 look, Andy, don't get cold feet now. If there was any danger in this thing, I wouldn't be in it myself. Yeah, but uh, instead of meeting them under that wharf, though, why couldn't we meet them in front of the police station? <laughs> Andy, ain't you ashamed of yourself? Suppose uh, Paul Revere don't talk that way you're talking now. Yeah, well, was he tracking down spies? Oh, certainly. Don't you remember that famous poem, uh, Hardly a Man is Now Alive Who Don't Remember Paul Revere Tracking Down Spies? Oh, that was a great word. <laughs> uh, say, how is you fellas going to work this whole thing anyway? Well, we got it all figured out, Amos. We meet them down at the wharf where it's dark. Then we finds out where they is going to blow up something, and we goes along with them. Yeah, but one thing. I stopped. And I plays like I'm going to call up my girl. Yeah, that's right. That's what you and, and then I calls the police, tells them all about it, tips them off so they can meet us there, and we're going to catch them in the act. Yeah, well, fellas, I tell you what, thinking this thing over and all, everything, well, you sure doing a patriotic thing here, all right, and I just want to say good luck to both of you. Come on, Ender. If this thing is a success, we is liable to get the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yeah, and if something blows up under us, we're liable to get the Flying Cross, too. <laughs> Kingfish, listen, I, I don't know whether we ought to come down here or not. Show is spooky down here under this wharf. Yeah, well, I, I've been in better places. Ain't no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, I don't see no sign of him yet. Oh, he'll be here, and like you say, he'll bring the boss, too. Yeah. And uh, you sure don't look much like a spy with them white tennis shoes on. Yeah, well, in case I got to do any running, I want my feet to take hold. <laughs> say, uh, Kingfish, how long has we been here? What does you mean, how long we've been here? Maybe 15 seconds? Yeah, well, well, you think there's any point in waiting any longer? Andy, uh, will you please calm down? Uh, Hello. Uh, Hello there. Uh, wait a minute, here they come. Uh, uh, how is you? This is X-47 and X-94. Advance and give the password, which is dynamite makes right. <laughs> dynamite makes right. Okay, friend, proceed down here. Well, we meet again. Yeah, yes, uh, nice to see you. Uh, pardon the tennis shoes I got on. I just come off the courts. I would like to meet our boss here, Mr. Carter. 
Uh, uh, how is you, old boy? Yeah, I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. Boys, it's a pleasure to meet you. Did you bring some dynamite with you? Well, well, well with us? Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, you see... Uh, 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 funny uh, thing, uh, just at the last minute we discovered we was clean out of dynamite, and just our luck, all the stores was closed. Yeah. <laughs> I think Carter he's, here has enough for our needs. Why, yeah, sure. There's enough here in this package to blow up the whole town. Well, uh, yeah, 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 that's good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, 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 where are you going to do this job so we can get over there? Well, boys, I think we'll start work right here, huh? We blow this wharf and the warehouse goes right with it. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, though, Mr. Wait a minute. I, I thought we were just meeting here. Well, this is a good place to start. Don't you think so, Gordon? Yeah. This place is on the list, too, ain't it, Gordon? Yeah. You're, uh, you're with us on this, ain't you, X-47? Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> Why don't we leave here and blow up something someplace else? Yeah, someplace near a telephone. Now, this is no time to argue. <laughs> Come on, no time to argue. Carter, the dynamite. Okay, okay, I'll unwrap it here. I think there's uh, two dozen sticks here. Uh, that's good. That makes six apiece. Six apiece? Uh, Kingfish, i got to make a telephone call. Yeah, come on, I'll show you where the nearest phone is. Uh, come on. <laughs> Stop. No one leaves here until the job is done. Here, buddy. Here, here's six sticks for you. Yeah, yeah, sir, yeah. yeah. Uh, be careful, Ender. Uh, mm. uh, where's that cigar stump you had? I swallowed it. <laughs> Give the other man his six sticks and let's get to work. Uh, well, I don't want to take the, none of that. Here, 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 take it. Uh, yeah, sir, yeah. Uh, 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 s -s Somebody take this dynamite I got, will you? I can't hold it no longer. Now, careful, do not drop it. Oh, me, Kingfish, I wish I was back in Harlem. If you drop that dynamite, you're liable to be in Harlem, Brooklyn, and the Bronx all at the same time. Hold on. Mister, could we leave here so I could talk to my gal? Yes, I'd like to talk to his gal, too, mister. Yeah. Here, here, mister, take this stuff. It wouldn't be fair for us to use your dynamite no way. Yeah, see you again sometime, Spies, old boy. Wait a minute. All right, Mr. Lucas, all right. I think I've heard enough. These guys are phonies. Well, wait a minute, Mr. Gordon. My name is not Gordon. My name is Paul Lucas. Paul Lucas. And this gentleman here happens to be an FBI man. I don't know what you men are up to, but we'll certainly find out down at headquarters. Well, now, wait just a minute, mister. Well, look, look here, mister. I, I tell you the truth now. We just thought this man here was a spy, and we was trying to trap him by saying that we were spies ourselves. Yeah, sir, that's right, mister. Honest. Uh, the only thing I ever blowed up in my whole life was a balloon. <laughs> well, we'll get to the bottom of this. I can promise you that. Oh, well, please, mister, you can't take us down to headquarters. Well, didn't you say you were espionage agents? Yeah, sir, we is that all right, but I clear we inspired. <laughs> yes, Jack, yes. That's the whole story. It all happened since I last talked with you on the phone. <laughs> it's, it, I think it's very funny. Of course. Oh, yes. From, from overhearing the conversation with you on the phone and seeing the picture of me in the Nazi uniform, they decided I was an enemy spy, and then they went through all this trouble to trap me. <laughs> what? Oh, well, that's a good idea. Yes, I'd be glad to do it. What's that? Oh, <laughs> the two men. They released them immediately. Yes, I'll go up and see them, Jack. Yes. <laughs> well, the whole thing just proves once again that truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> Oh, 
I tell you, Kingfish, I was still nervous about that whole spy thing. Yeah, it turned out to be a mess, didn't it? Uh-huh. When we planned the thing and worked it all out, I thought we was on the right track there. Well, it ain't no harm done as long as you didn't get in no serious trouble. Yeah, well, it's just that we... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, come in. How do you do, gentlemen? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Lucas. Dynamite makes right. May I come in? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sir. So sit down, Mr. Lucas, here. Uh, take this chair right here. Yeah. Thank you. And, oh, my friend from the hotel. How are you? I'm pretty good, thank you, sir. Now, the reason I'm here, gentlemen... Well, now, wait just a minute, Mr. Lucas. Now, look here. Now, I'm going to tell you, before you say anything, I just want you to know right now that all that spy stuff wasn't our fault. Lightning here is the man that started the whole thing, planned it all out, or he's the one, he ain't got no sense, he's the one that done... He done cost us a lot of money in his life. I tell you, he ain't no good. Lightning is the one that's responsible. Uh, But Kingfish... Quiet, Lightning. Let somebody else talk, will you? (laughs) Uh, 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 that's right, what the Kingfish say, Mr. Lucas. The whole thing was Lightning's idea. Well, then, Lightning, I have something to say to you. Ah, uh, yeah, sir. Now, this whole spy idea is going to be used in my next picture. And in appreciation for your efforts, my studio would like to present you with this $100 bill. What? For Lightning? A $100 bill just for what I've done. That's right. And I personally will give you another $50, too. Uh, what's that for? If you promise never to vacuum my room again. Friday evening at the same time, there will be another Amos and Andy show. At that time, Andy gets in a jam that could happen to you. Did you ever get suspicious when somebody gave you something? Well, tune in next Friday night. Our thanks to Mr. Paul Lucas for appearing with us tonight. He is currently starred in the Warner Brothers picture, Uncertain Glory. The Amos and Andy show is broadcast to our armed forces everywhere. This is Harlow Wilcox, and before I say goodnight, one more reminder. It's so much easier for you ladies to save used fats now, what with rationing off so many things. You ought to be doubling and tripling the amount you turn in. It's more urgently needed than ever for precious medicines and supplies. And you'll get four cents and two red points for every pound you turn in. Thank you, and good night. This message is brought to you by Regeneron. If you have diabetes, listen closely because your ears could help your eyes. Excess sugar from diabetes could lead to eye damage and vision loss, even blindness, and you might not even notice it at first. So remember, now is the time to get your eyes checked. Eye care is especially important with diabetes. See a path forward with actions and potential treatment options that may help your eyes and protect against vision loss. Go see an eye care specialist and visit nowic.com to take charge of your eyesight. That is N-O-W-E-Y-E-S-E-E.com. On to the quickfire round. What is Africa's tallest mountain? Try my bok choy. Perfect for a stir fry. Incorrect! It's Kilimanjaro! Who won the 2018 Soccer World Cup? You'll love my baby kale. It's subtly sweet. Wrong! The correct answer is France. 
Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his Forward Greens are so delicious he just wants you to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your Forward Greens at Safeway and Albertsons. Spell cat. Try my arugula. It's tender with a refreshing bite. 